Anigadin, Thumb of King David, the Golgotha in Bethlehem, and many other historical cities and sites. Come and book for your trip today at God of Testimony Prophetic Ministry, 121 Ifeda Stop, as it promises to be one to remember. For more information, call 0815-377-0000 or 0908-120-0200. Holy Pilgrimage to Israel with Prophet Dr. Kodia Baba testimony will surely reveal great testimonies. Come and journey with us. Fresh one no seven point nine FM. Luma. This is Fresh 107.9, where we keep you fresh all day. <laughs> Beautiful tune. I love the song. Fumi Adams. Oh, God. No, that's an evergreen tune, I tell you. That song, you know, growing up, you know, back in the day when NTA, I felt because I used to play the song, you know, it gets you that you have this kind of, um, you you feel proud to be a Nigerian. And looking at the video, waving at the flag and all. But right now, how many people say that they are proud to be Nigerians? Well, I am. I am. I don't know about you yet. <laughs> But I am proud to be a Nigerian. I'm so proud to be a Nigerian. Come what may. Come <laughs> what may. All right. Come what may. I'm still proud to be a Nigerian. Because Niger- God has blessed us with a lot of things. All right. God has blessed us with, with an amazing weather. All right. We don't have cyclone. We don't have typhoon and all of that. God has blessed us with a good weather. God has blessed us with natural resources. A land yes. flowing with milk and honey. Hmm. Maybe the only problem we have is the issue of leadership. And I believe that, and I wish that Nigerians will be more aware when it comes to democratic participation. All right. If that issue of leadership is addressed, I tell you, Nigeria will definitely, you know, get to the promised land. I tell you. <laughs> and with that one, I say welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. It is freshly pressed on Nigeria's number one radio station. Fresh 107.9 FM Abel Kuta. What do we do? We keep you fresh all day. My name is Binga. 
Oreshegon, the man you just have to love, holding it down as usual. I'm not here alone. I have Omoyen. Omoyen, the delectable one. Come yeah, Omoyen, I did say here this morning. And must I add to what Benga said? Mm-hmm. I believe that, you know, that, that new Nigeria that we all crave, you know, has already started and mm. it is left for us to just join the train. Renewed and just, hope. Yes, it has started. Our hope is renewed. Yeah, it is renewed. Mine is renewed. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> even though with the subsidy at all, but we believe that mm. there's light at the end of the yes. tunnel. We have who stars right here in the building. Who stars? Good morning. Uh, good morning, Benga. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Good morning to you, sir. Yes. And listeners are on good morning to all of us. Exactly. And you know, subsidies everywhere, petrol and all. People are trying to cut their coats according to their cloth. Yes. Now, um, Ustaz, let me start with you. Petrol subsidy removal. Um, I think yesterday, two days ago, uh, we heard that... Um, Quara State reduced their work days from five days to about three days just to cushion the subsidy removal, all right, just to cushion the effect. Edo State yesterday removed theirs, okay, from five days to three days. What would be your best palliative for you as a Nigerian? And also, if you're to sit down with Governor Dakwabiodun right now, what would you tell him to actually reduce, you know, to cushion the effect? of subsidy for the citizens of a good state oh thank you so much um it's it cut across it, it, it depends on them um, which state you're looking at Ogun state if you talk of Ogun state yes um there are areas that the governor can look out to but uh, when you suddenly focuses on them um, civil servants okay which quite a number of us have agreed that they are just a minute, a minute exactly. a percentage of the society i, I think we're not being um, honest, honest. When, when we look at that um, whatever happens in the, in the Edo state and the um, Kwara state do I have issues with that anyway because by the time you take such a decision you are kind of punishing the people I would sure. prefer this situation whereby the governor says okay we're still going to work for the five days of the week Okay. but you guys can evolve a roster which gives every staff of the ministry of, of government um, the opportunity to come to work like three days in the week. Okay. So you alternate. Okay. Then shutting down two days, and whoever has any business to do with government, we need me to suffer, you know, for two days. I don't know. Okay. I, I think that's not the best approach to it, and that's why I'm like, okay, even if in Dogo State, the government is talking of, let us reduce the number of days that which civil servant will come to work. Okay. And that in itself in attract some other challenges yes. to some of us the so-called civil service is is bogus is overstaffed but that's a discussion for another day what i think what i think the governor mm. of the state should be doing looking for ways you know to ensure that the ordinary man on the street too uh, is taken care of you know sure. introduce more buses on the road yes. um, you know that will convey people and you know looking towards things like that uh, reducing some of the taxes that can be reduced for instance um the what do you call them these people that stops you on the road exactly the union of workers etc all those that, ones that stop okada, okada they stop taxis they, they collect them, all sort of they levies. Charge them so huge exactly. amount of money thousands of naira from even at Kuta people. parks and all yes and I, I am thinking it should be looking towards hmm. that to see how it can reduce that yes um so that the pressure when you look at some of the um the fear being charged by these commercial operators and um, vehicle operators it's be, they will tell you the what do you call them the union the union takes a huge amount of money from them and that's a fact and you see them when they want to go on their first the kind of money they take from them what is left when you're True. there yeah so i am thinking they can come in and find a way to reduce these um because that money is not even been accounted for who is it even paid for mm. so those are the kind of things i'm thinking you could be apart from you know wanting to reduce the number of working days yes of, of workers not the total number of working days i mean we should get it right it shouldn't reduce five days to three days. That eventually going to become punitive for Nigerians because if you say, okay, fine, you reduce five days to three working days for civil servants. What happened to teachers? Hmm. You reduce their own days to three days too. Well, that will affect children. No, no, no. You see, I, I don't think that is the approach to it. Hmm. I don't think that's the approach to it. What I would expect, if you want to really, you know, cushion the effect for civil servants because of the number of the money they need to pay for transfer fare, reduce the number of days they need to work. Mm. Not the days in but okay, you're coming to work these days, 
make it shifting. Okay. You know, you come three days of the week, everybody has three days of the mm. week round, then reduce number, the, the percentages of money being mm. charged, you know, by um, uh, unionists. And all those are the areas I think and, we and can be looking out to. And also, I, I also would have, for the federal government, I feel the federal government should come up with um, maybe like a supplementary budget. All right, to subsidize goods, food, imported goods, all right, because these are things we buy in the market. And also the issue of power supply. Most Nigerians depend on generators, all right. Why can't IBDC can just try and improve power in some certain areas? I would say for my area, like the Elega axis of Abeokuta, they for crying out in the space of 24 hours they bring life for just 45 minutes which is not I, I, fair I, I, I think yeah, I, I, I think the 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 of assembly has helped us out by that constitutional amendment, amendment yeah they say state can look into yes. it cannot you know start generating, generating power. distributing powers what i think state need to do now is to look into that area there's a lot of money in that area sure because nigeria presently by. is under supply when you look at power exactly so the state government should look into how they can you know leverage on that opportunity yes it's like when you say before now you cannot sell candle it's only me that can sell candle now, government now said no, everybody can now sell exactly. candles. So we should, should have more candles on the street for our street to be to, to be light up. That's what I think the state government should be looking at. So it might not be an easy, you know, immediate thing, mm. but it's not impossible. I, you know, that's that's the truth. Because when uh, there's improved power, the less people that want to depend on generators to power their, yeah, you know, I, I, businesses I and all. I so I believe IBDC, please do something. For but these are not things that can be quickly right. done. To be honest, mm. even when you talk of palliative from federal government, I know they will do things. I understand there is a plan to open, but I don't know. You know, so that some food items that we are not having the capacity to produce yet in Nigeria can be brought into Nigeria. And, and, I think and that's sold a good at way subsidized to go. rates. Yes, I, I don't know about subsidized but at least when you look at rice, for instance, mm. um, quite a number of us still eat imported rice in our homes. And we are told that it is banned, borders are closed. You ask a question, how do we get this rice to our homes? Mm. So I have, I'm saying government should look into this area. If we don't have the capacity to produce the tonnage yes. that we, we consume in Nigeria, can we supplement it importation? Mm. These are the kind of thinking I think should come to the table. Mm. All right, so let's quickly get into the details of this one. Let's go look at the headlines. The Punch newspaper has this one. Remember, if you just joined us, this is Freshly Pressed. We come on your radio every weekday, Mondays through to Fridays, 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. So the headlines real quick. Subsidy. Reps demand NNPCL audit over unaccounted 2 trillion Naira assets. Reps demand NNPCL audit over unaccounted 2 trillion Naira assets. Uh, the Punch newspaper also has this one. All right, straight to the Vanguard newspaper. World Bank, Nigeria's economic growth too slow to reduce poverty. World Bank, Nigeria's economic growth too slow to reduce poverty. The Vanguard newspaper also has this one. Why we suspended the planned nationwide strike, says NLC and TUC. Daily Sun has this one. Fuel subsidies should be implemented with palliatives in place says Obi. The Platform Times has this one. PDP berates Ogun police over comments on attacks on members at tribunal. On the Nigerian Tribune this Wednesday morning, insecurity reps call for probe of shooting at Plateau Police Checkpoint. Also there as well, fuel subsidy a scam, not in the interest of Nigerian that is coming from Bamidili. Peter Abi Ford Tinubu subsidy removal gives a reason also there this morning on the Nigerian Tribune. And the Guardian with some headlines. CSOs knock NLC for suspending strike. E-hailing drivers down tools shut down abs. Also there as well, reps term Nigeria Air launch fraud. Urge Tinubu to probe project. And on the Pampishi newspapers this Wednesday morning, there are also some headlines to take a look at. Vote buying a saga. Okay, there, there this morning on Pempushi News uh, Papers. I'm trying to uh, get uh, that uh, newspaper this morning. There is this one there this morning. Nigerian veteran broadcaster Tomori Oluwumi is dead. Oh Pempushi Editorial Board Chairman Funke Fadubak delivers speech on June 12th, Democracy Day. Also there as well. Ogun State lawmakers approved Governor Biodun's request to appoint 20 special advisors. Nigerian government charges Adebutu for alleged vote buying during elections. That is also there this morning on the Pempushi newspapers. All right, if you just joined us, it's still freshly pressed. We go on this quick break and we'll be right back. Don't touch that radio. 
our people they always talk say to get money person must to work with your body but since star 73342 hash with glow don't enter the matter now only your hand you need to win instant money on green lotto with your glow sim yes so just dial star 73342 hash on your glow line to buy green lotto tickets with your airtime play your favorite games check your results and get your winnings as airtime or direct transfer to your bank account because instant money don't day your hands yo unlimited hey Academy Suite, telephone 0817 Academy Suite, home away from home. It is time to make every asshole that comes with switching power from the generating set to government's power source a thing of the past with Detail Taiwo Automatic Changeover. Oh yes, Detail Taiwo Automatic Changeover automatically switches from generators to the government's power source and vice versa in churches, mosques, private companies and homes without the stress of running around to change over manually. Detail Taiwo Automatic Changeover is portable, comfortable, devoid of electric shock and guarantees utmost protection over lives and properties. Properties. Guess what? Detail Taiwo Automatic Changeover works with every size of the generating set, ranging from the smallest size known as Ipeta Pass My Neighbor to the biggest of them all. What are you waiting for? Detail Taiwo Automatic Changeover is produced and marketed by Detail Taiwo Electricals at 59 Old Owode Road along Mapoliwe, Onikolobo, Abeokuta. Telephone is 0803-248-1437. With Detail Taiwo Automatic Changeover, total comfort is guaranteed. And we're back on radio. It is still freshly pressed on Nigeria's number one radio station. I've got stars. I've got Miami right here. My name is Binga. Oreshegon, so nice to meet you. So let's do this real quick. Let's dive into the stories. The Punch newspaper subsidy reps demand NNPCL audit over unaccounted 2 trillion naira assets. Now, the House of Representatives has called for a forensic audit of the Nigerian National Petroleum Company Limited to determine its assets and liabilities as well as its current market value. According to the House, the audit has become necessary due to the metamorphosis of the Nigerian National Petroleum Corporation into a limited liability company. The House Ad Hoc Committee on NNPCL's assets and liabilities and its report, which was presented to the legislature on Tuesday, claimed that its findings showed that the assets worth $64 billion. About 28 trillion naira was unveiled by former President Mohamed Wari. But during the transfer, only $58.8 billion at approximately 26 trillion naira, the official rate of 450 naira to a dollar, was transferred, leaving a balance of 2 trillion naira unaccounted for. It's recommended that NNPCL should reassess its accounting system. The Punch newspaper has this one. Subsidy reps demand NNPCL audit over unaccounted 2 trillion naira assets. Now, the discrepancy here. Now, uh, if you remember, the committee actually presented uh, its report, you know, a week after the group chief executive officer of NNPCL in person of uh, Melek Yari and said that the federal government, you know, still owed the company about 2.8 trillion naira that was spent on petrol subsidy. Yes, we can't deny that one. But in the area of the unbundling, I remember the NNPC was unbundled and because of that, it came up with this NNPCL thing. But in the asset declaration, $64 billion, but $58 billion was transferred. And there was a discrepancy here. What do you have to say concerning the reports from House of Reps? Thank you so much. Um, there are a lot of problems with the NNPCL and our petroleum industry as a whole. 
and I think we need to look at it from the point of view of the law. The PIA, you know, stipulated certain actions that need to be taken. One of which is the subsidy removal, uh, the unbundling of um, NMPCL and etc. A lot of uh, innovations came in from the PIA. Unfortunately, most Nigerians have not read at the PIA to really know its implication. Now, going forward, I am equally of the opinion, like every Nigerian out there, that the NMPCL deserves to give account to Nigeria. It's normally, when a company is undergoing what an NPCL is going through, you need to set up, you know, um, accounting firms, experts, okay. that will look into the books, pre and post. Now, what happened before, what happened after? This kind of information, this kind of books, I doubt if it has been laid, you know, before the Nigerian public. And it will be laid to the Nigerian public through the National Assembly. Okay. So if National Assembly, who has that oversight function, is not asking questions, I am thinking the way forward is to look into those books and do the auditing that has been, you know, I mean, recommended by the House of Assembly, by the House of Rep. It is really important. People need to also know that why the present president have no choice than to, you know, remove the first subsidy in inverted commas now is the fact that we all know that Nigeria has not been getting any revenue. NMPCL has not paid a dime into the Nigerian coffer deflation account for months now. Based yeah, for on months. based on crude oil that has been sold. Mm. You know, we all know that. So if you come in as a new sheriff in town and you are telling your marketer, return money to me for good soul and he said, No, we have used that money to do this. The next thing you tell the person, don't do that in the game. And that's what I think people should understand with this subsidy removal. You, your, your inheritance. Somebody is put in charge. And the person is receiving money, rent, etc. on the inheritance. And when you ask for the money, you said, we have used the money to innovate, to do this, to do that. What would you tell the person? Please don't innovate again. And that's what I think what the president has done. So I, 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 bl- I blame the former president for not doing enough concerning the NNPC, even all, though he was a minister. I have control. always wanted to avoid talking about <laughs> our autopilot president. I mean, that's the truth. I, I, I want to avoid talking about it. And I'm being honest. And even before now, I've had to say, can we just leave this man out of this problem? Luckily, we have somebody who has taken over as president and who is showing leadership. I mean, it, it might not be Uhuru yet, but we see that somebody is taking some leadership actions that shows that, look, he knows what he wants to do. And it comes to the issue of willpower and competence. You have asked this question several times. And I'll tell you, you cannot have willpower when you lack the competence. Competence in itself is the willpower to want to do a thing. It gives you the, the confidence to want to do that thing because you have the competence. And this is what I think is going on. But still at that, I'm going Don't to... Don't you think it's too early to say that, oh, he's showing leadership? The president shows you. And Don't you think steps, it's too early? In the steps he has taken so far, he has shown leadership. I mean, I'm looking at what he has done. Look at the critical areas he has he has ventured into. He has done some of our security, which you know it. Before he came into power, we said his jobs are cut out for him. He has no choice on security. We have seen the steps he's taking on security. We've seen the steps he's taking on how to get more revenue for us by telling the military or security operatives and all the agencies, oil theft must stop. We saw him going to the commission, the NSIA building, um, on sir, we saw what he did there. We saw all the gadgets, the technology we have seen there. And what we, what we need to start doing to ensure that we prevent oil theft. He has done that. He has equally told the NMPCL, stop swapping. We want to see our oil sold and the money remitted to the federation account. To me, this is leadership. When EFCC and uh, DSS had issue in Lagos, unlike before that, it will keep on happening and nobody is going to talk. The solution was simple. DSS DS vacate that building. And that's the commander-in-chief talking. So when you look at all those things, he's showing leadership in the right areas. And um, But then, I'll say all the Nigerians, let us approach it with what I call precaution. Let us be cautionary in, in our hope, in our, in, in our optimism. You know, cautionary optimism. Because when Buhari came up, the excitement was all over the place. I mean, there was a song then, I don't get a lot, um, something like that. God's good. God so, win. God win. We thought, okay, Buhari was our lot from God. 
But eventually, what happened? And that's I'm urging, you know, cautionary optimism from Nigerians. Yes, he's doing it, but let us just be a bit cautious. And eventually, I also advise the three Ps. Okay. Let's be patient. Let's persevere. Let's be prayerful. Mm. That is the truth. Three Ps. So let's be patient. Let's persevere. Okay. Let's be prayerful. And that is what I want to ask all Nigerians while being cautionary, you know, optimistic mm. about the future. Perseverance this morning for how long it starts? Anyway, but uh, <laughs> you hear me? Yeah, uh, the refs also uh, yesterday also uh, uh, during the plenary also um, uh, uh, appealed to the president to look into the demands of the organized uh, labor and they also faulted you know how quickly they removed the subsidy uh, but that report is there this morning on many of the dailies but moving on to other matters from my side on the pen pushing newspapers this morning nigerian government charges adebutu for alleged vote buying during elections the nigerian government has charged the governorship candidate of the people's democratic party in ogun state during the elections on allegedly buying votes during the march 18 elections in the state pen pushing reports that this was contained in a suit brought by the office of the attorney general of the federation and minister of justice before an ogun state high court in abeokuta with nine other persons tagged with the people's democratic party also charged the government in a separate suit filed at the federal high court in abeokuta equally charged zenith bank and two of its top officials for allegedly aiding the pdp candidate to commit the alleged offense the report is there this morning on the pen pushing newspapers nigerian government charges adebutu for alleged vote buying during elections you know many people have been uh, saying that you know what if uh, this man was uh, was not in the opposition uh, party uh, would we see this amount of you know uh, trying to uh, you know uh, a, a, a probe this case uh, further about a vote buying because we've seen cases of vote buying in nigeria before now and we know how we do not hear about uh, those things i remember about two weeks ago a coalition of uh, of a, a, a parties, political parties, uh, yeah, in Ogun State. They were also uh, talking about maybe the uh, police are trying to intimidate, you know, the PDP candidate because he has a case at the tribunal and all of that. And but, and also to add to it, who did not sell votes or buy votes? Yeah, I'll, I'll get there. Either the all of the parties I'll, I'll get there. <laughs> that we know. Quickly, let me just start before I get there. Let me say this: I would not expect uh, PBAT to take over the you know how i put it probing the probing okay of an mpcl now i i, I feel it to be a distraction for now oh, okay it will be a distraction mm. uh, it can't be running forward i'm looking backward i mean let him do the needful the hanging fruit probing an mpcl might be a challenge for him i i, I don't think he should do it now um I mean, that as it may now on the issue that is on the table Yes, who did not buy vote? We have discussed this before in this place. And I want to I want people to please open up their mind the way I want to approach it. You see, when you do what others are doing and you do it with reckless abandonment, okay, this is the kind of re- result that you get. The truth is everybody bought vote. Hmm. So we are told. Before I'm being asked someone and tell me. Did you see them Did buying see vote? Them? Exactly. Mm. Yes. So we're told, mm. you know. But people that went out of vote said there was a card, maybe ATM, whatever, mm. for a particular party. Mm. And that's kind of, as I said, the word, use the word reckless abandonment. When you want to be a thief, don't go into a van with a public address system <laughs> and start announcing <laughs> that I have stolen. Come and see me. <laughs> I don't know whether you, you got it. <laughs> so those are the kind of things I think that played out in the last election. Somebody went out to buy votes and I think there was this reckless abandonment in the way they went about it. So they left a lot of footprints. A lot of footprints. A lot of, you know, evidences that made it easy for, you know, what do you call it? Um, um, you know, the security agencies. Mm. to start. Don't forget that I did a video on the day of that governorship election. And I sent to quite a number of people in the media where I w- we were told that Atokelewo, that Opik area, this, there was this plaza, I've forgotten the name of the plaza now, that when you vote, they ask you to come in there and they give you a card like ATM to collect money. I did that video, that audio on, on that day because somebody called me while I was doing my own voting 
and it was there. So with this kind of evidences on the street, it will be difficult for the authorities. And don't forget that vote buying, whether everybody is doing it or not, vote buying remains a crime. It's a crime under election. And that somebody act. somebody else did it too is not a reason for you to say that you should not be, you know, prosecuted. Or, you know, if so if any other person feels that no, 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 no be only and do put up your petition. Exactly. Put Bring your, your evidence, evidence. Exactly. and send it to the necessary quarters. Mm. That's the way I think we should be going forward. And that, that takes into issue of judiciary too. Our judiciary should learn and help Nigerians. They should bring their morality to the table. Mm. This idea of wanting to prevent you know, agencies from doing their work, we also what Dizani is doing now. Dizani now is suing Nigerian government. I, I don't know that you got it. But why would it get to that? Because when Dizani was improved, our lawyers in Nigeria were not allowing the agencies to do their work. Mm. At every point in time, we are blocking, sending petitions, writing these, you know, questioning judges from doing their job. And those are, those are the problems we do. So, uh, why, why problem is because lawyers should equally know that they have a moral duty mm. towards Nigerians. So, when people are doing their job, they should not look for how to use the law, you know, to handcuff them from, and stop them from doing their job. Because eventually it has implication. That, that's the kind of thing I'm, I'm advising on ag- agents of law. Because the lawyers too are, you know, agents of, of the law. Just like the police. They too interpret the law and they help us to get justice. Hmm. This, this, this is the fact. So whatever is happening out there, police have written, they've said they are charging him to court because they have evidences. Okay. That somebody else did it. It's not a reason for the police not to do their job. If we have reason to say, no, we don't like what you are doing. Others too did. Provide your evidences. Mm. Put up your petition to the necessary agencies. Let's see what comes out of it. Alright, so let's move straight to another story. This time also from the Punch newspaper. House alleges fraud. Ask Tinubu to suspend Nigeria Air. The House of Representatives on Tuesday declared that the purported lunch of Nigerian Karian Air Nigeria at the twilight of the administration of Mohamed Buhari of fraud. The parliament asked President Balatinobu to suspend the process and probe those involved with the aim of prosecuting them. The declaration followed the denials by the relevant agencies of the federal government and regulators in the aviation sector as well as private partners of being involved in the exercise. At an investigative hearing organized by the House Committee on Aviation in Abuja authorities such as the Nigerian Airspace Management Agency, the Nigerian Civil Aviation Authority and Infrastructure Concession Regulatory Commission, as well as an investor, Skyway Aviation Handling Company Limited, distanced themselves from the luncheon. <laughs> Chairman of the committee, Nalim Naji, consequently declared the flag off of fraud. The Punch newspaper has this one. House alleges fraud. Ask Tinubu to suspend Nigeria Air. Yes, it has come to the fore yet again. Even though when it was launched, when we saw the Nigeria Air and there were all sort of controversies, I had my doubts, but I just had to just keep it within me. Because I remember, I think it was in 2016, when this issue of Nigeria Air came up. By the end of the day, what did we just see? We only saw a logo <laughs> and nothing. This time, the minister, the former minister of aviation, Hadi Sirika, said that, don't worry, before this administration, before the administration of Bwabad Warriors, come to an end they would launch nigeria air and yes i think it was on a thursday or friday we saw the plane we saw nigeria air with its full colors and all of it but there were some details which you know thank god for social media we saw those details some of the details that showed that oh we saw some ethiopia number one thing and it came out in their defense say oh the Ethiopian government, they have about 49% stake on it. Another, some other Nigerian um, investors also had. And I feel like if it is Nigeria Air, I think ours should be the most. And he came up with all the reasons that there are other um, countries that have this kind of airline, but other pla- other people will have more stakes in, in, the, uh, in, in, the, in the airline. But now coming out with this, and we also heard uh, from an official of that same Nigeria uh, saying that they only came, they only chartered the plane to Nigeria. They didn't come for a lunch. Now that the truth is coming out, what do you have to say? What are your thoughts with stars? Oh, thank you. Um, 
there is no way we can absorb with the facts we have in the public domain. Mm. There is no way the former minister can be absorbed of whatever eventually played out towards the you know final days of uh, President Mondubari's uh, administration. And um, like I said there, yeah, a lot of things went wrong because quite a number of things were just being rushed. I mean, for instance, I don't know why generally the refinery was commissioned. But if you understand, politically, it, it didn't need to be on the commissioning plate. <laughs> and several <laughs> other things like that, that they just rushed to mm. a commissioning. But, but being that as it may, let's not face the reality. There are two angles to this issue. The first thing is, what is the role of private airline owners in Nigeria regarding the challenges faced by Nigerian air not coming up? They did not play a good role. Oh, really? Yes, yes. If you have really been studying, following what is happening, um, they did not play a very good role. They were so antagonistic of that particular you know, issue of wanting airline um, to come up. Go and look at it. They went to court several times over these challenging, stopping, getting caught injunctions against them. Yeah, so we need to look at that going forward. The minister whoever is coming in now, those are the kind of areas we need to pay attention to. We need to look at the role played by private um, airline operators in Nigeria. They did not play, the, play a very good role in that. You know, that is one. Then two, is the fact that the government themselves had that issue. I, what Adi did towards the end of that, all of us knew that it would get to this. The idea of um, the president being asked to suspend Nigerian air operation, I don't know why that, that call needed to come up. Because there's no Nigerian air. <laughs> there's no Nigerian air. I mean, you can't have airline when there are no aircraft. Yes. So, I don't know. So, they, I But don't, some states have airlines. I, I we said, have E-bomb air. I'm, we not have, talking you know, now, I, I'm talking about Nigeria as a country now. So whether it needs to suspend, or, the, the, there is no Nigerian air, so there is nothing is suspending. <laughs> so whatever it is, I think the, the the house should wait till a new minister of aviation is appointed. But don't you think they need to this um, the new the our president Tinubu needs to probe the aviation sector? Listen, I, I because don't, I don't uh, want why, to... why, why I'm saying this is if you remember when um, the um, Roti Mamechi was appointed as uh, the minister for transport okay and he had this kind of back and forth with uh, the former minister of transport which is fanny from nikaidi okay and he alleged that oh there was he, there was this particular money which run into like billions that was that was supposed to be used to develop at port Harcourt airport the port did this that the money was not accounted for and taken away and now this and now the had erika there's so many things in the aviation sector that the president really needs to declare some sort of state of emergency there. You know, you know my challenge. You're thinking, is, or you think it's going to be a distraction? No, I'm not. That's just it. I'm, I'm, while I'm not against probing, asking questions on what has been done or what has not been done, I, I, I am thinking for now the president shouldn't get himself concerned. But he has so many on his table than to say what he wants to do is to start probing. It will be a form of distraction to him. What I think he should do whenever the ministers into some of these you know departments and um, sectors are appointed they will need to look at the table they're handing over notes and etc i don't see a new minister of aviation be appointed and they will not need to look into the the books and know that okay there I was see the good the bad and the ugly no there was the time they said nigerian air was we will ask question where are the aircraft so let him do the needful and not the president not being asked to start setting up agency or commission. Look, can you remember whatever it is? Idea Agbon Buhari regime. The only thing you can remember of Idea Agbon Buhari time then was just that they probed all the politicians and gave them, you know, lengthy jail terms. Jail terms. I mean, what came out of it for Nigerians eventually? I am thinking much as we need to put up a good system to ensure we checkmate some of these things. The president now shouldn't make such things his focus. He will stumble. You know, some have said that oh, maybe the former president gave the ministers too much room to do anything they wanted, left them unchecked. Do you think the president, um, what would you advise President Tinubu in that regard, not to make such we have said mistakes? We have said that, and he too has said that, I am Bolamet Tinubu. He has said it. And I, we know that they come up with different personalities and character. 
we saw them both of them whatever president Mordewai did in as president wasn't different from what he did when he was head of state i mean it's still the same thing that that came across okay. yeah he had the integrity and everything but he let people to do you should go and do the right thing okay. but the brother is not like that he's on top of it with you he gives you a job and he gives you a template and look when he was meeting the security ships he gave a blueprint of what if what he wanted from them that's kind of thing person is so you can measure what have you done what are you doing i mean you can measure you tick you have done this you have achieved this that we are told is the kind of person he is but like i said probing or looking into the books of any other agency shouldn't be the top priority for the president now there are too many things cut off for him that yeah, let's just right. focus on that, that i want him to start probing okay all right well, that report is on many of the dailies this morning. Aircraft used for Nigeria Air was chartered flight from Ethiopia. That, that report is there this morning <laughs> on many of the dailies. And uh, moving on to other stories on the Pempishi newspapers. Ogun State lawmakers approved Governor Abiodun's request to appoint 20 special advisors. The Ogun State House of Assembly has approved the request of the Governor of Ogun State, Dr. Abiodun, to appoint 20 special advisors to maintain the momentum of his administration pending the appointment of commissioners. Pempishi reports that the approval was given by the lawmakers on Tuesday at a special executive session chaired over by the Speaker, Right Honorable Olakuni Olomo, following a letter to the Governor. The rest is there this morning on the pen pushing newspapers. 20 advisors is not too much. You know, we've seen uh, some governors here in Nigeria appointing, you know, like thousands of special advisors and uh, yet to talk about uh, cutting costs and, and try to just, you know, make uh, things, you know, uh, at least just do it in a little by little. Yeah, we didn't need on the head. Cutting cost is important. Mm. Now, let's look at the status of the special advisors. And Though they have special names. We have SSA. Mm. We have SA. Mm. I think that you know that. Yeah, yes. Then we have special assistants. Mm. And, yeah. and I'll explain. Mm. Senior special advisors and special advisors. The SSA are almost equivalent of commissioners. Almost close to them. Mm. Now, we have the senior advisors. Now, if you say it's coming up with that, the Nigerians have said, okay, you can have people that advise you. But we need to cut down on the cost of governance. I mean, one major challenge, one major criticism that President Ebola Metinubu have had from critics has been the fact that uh, the cost of governance is huge. If you are saying that removing subsidy, then can we look towards removing and reducing the cost of governance? Mm. Uh, the, all the allowances, all the retirement pensions, etc., all those ones. Can we look into it? And it's important that we have to look into those ones because they are one huge way mm. through which, uh, you know, Nigeria is losing funds. So I want to, if the governor feels that he needs those advisors, fine. But we need to look at cost of governance. More so regarding the fact that I mean, there's posture of fund in Nigeria now. Yeah. Uh, the SSA, the SA, and special assistants. I mean, they will come up. Are, I mean, we can appointed 200 special assistants, mm. but those ones are just you know, you know. No, it, w- it wasn't 200. I think it was about 100,000. Yes, 100,000. Whichever way, mm. yes, but those political. Those, you know, those are just boys to do errands mm. for him, and, and they are not in the category or capacity of um, in the SSA and SA. If the governor said yes, yeah, this is fine, but we should look at at what cost will it be to the running of government yeah. in the state. Looking at the fact that there is posture of fund. If you look at it now, nothing actually is happening in the state. Mm. The only part of the budget that is being spent now is just paying salary, payment of salary. Apart from that, the this twenty twenty three budget are yet to be implemented. I, I doubt if we see any work going out there. The, okay, this work is going, this is state government doing it. No, nothing is going on. So, and people really need dividend of democracy. Yes. Whatever it is they need to do, we need to see action coming up, yeah. uh, you know, from the state government. If you need the SSA, 20, fine, but it should be justified. And their action should be seen on the table that will justify the amount of money that will be spent on them. The cars they will buy for them, the offices, they too have their own aids, mm-hmm. retinue of it. These are the challenges. But they need to realize that we need to cut cost of governance is important. All right, we'll go on this quick break and we'll be right back. And in a couple of minutes, we'll be opening the phone lines. Don't touch that radio. Aha! 
Wow, my country people. Correct imported furniture. They are Beokuta for Fimi Interiors. When it took a little to do renting, no fuck do be a fioba. And madam recurrebadomo. And my bolodowa Fimi Interiors. Which kind furniture na need? Oya Tokam, Turkish furniture, royal sofas, Egyptian furniture, dining, plus TV chef them. Unafit buying bulky for your family, hotels, offices, buying lounge plus other better place them. Imported Nibuwe. But let the hotel run the coco. Femi interiors day opposite Navy Secondary School. Oni Coco at the Bay Road. Abel Kuta. Fekuria la Yemapi. Zero eight zero six two five nine one zero five eight. Femi interiors. Nadembe Baba. Abel Kuta. Fire Academy Suite, telephone 0817 Academy Suite, home away from home. Guy, we all know they see all this airtime, credit and data buy for this cashless weather. Oh, more. <laughs> That's nothing now. Them know they call me for body digital for nothing. When that cash they my handle or you know deal. Now so I just they buy airtime, credit and data straight from my bank account. Too, thanks to Glow E Top Up. Ah, the same Glow E Top Up? Yes, now. Easy top up directly from my bank account. No stress, no wahala. Eh, hey, so you mean say person no need worry about not having cash at all at all. Eh, if you don't get cash, you not get wahala. You are welcome to cashless recharge on the go anytime, anywhere. Buy data and airtime directly from your bank account with Glow E Top Up. It is easy, quick, and available on your mobile apps, ATMs, websites, leading retailers, and Glow World Shops. Or download Glow Cafe app to top up or dial star 777 hash unlimited all right right back we're right back on radio is still freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. My name is Benga. So nice to meet you. The Daily Sun has this one. Fuel subsidies should be implemented with palliatives in place, says Obi. In just uh, 60 seconds, sort of, we open the phone lines. What do you have to say to this? There is no way the president will have come with palliatives before taking the first subsidy. Okay. There was no money there in the first instance. And you need to take away what is taking away the money. Before you can talk of these are the things I need to do. These are the problems people said in the past. That made us made us to get back to the same place. They will say, make sure the findings are working and make sure this is there before you do it. Those constraints are things that nobody have met. And that's why it has been difficult. Now that it has been taken away, we have seen that it's taking steps. Labor came out and said, we are taking to the street. But I told them we knew that we need to do those things. And there'll be a review of minimum wage and etc. I, I know I'm sure they, they're going to take a lot of steps that will eventually cushion it for us. And look how this happened in other in the other sector of the petroleum industry. Gas has come down. I mean, when I bought yes, about two yes, weeks ago, it was yes, 8,000 naira. Now it's about 66,000 naira. You know, when you look at it, um, diesel too is coming down. Yes. And this is what is, what these are the benefits we are going to have when we have a totally deregulated market. Now it is not deregulated. Nigerians, like I said, you just be patient. The three P's, be patient, persevere, be prayerful. And we don't have a choice than to pray for Nigeria. Mm. Because if Nigeria gets you know, messed up. Where are we flocking to? I mean, okay. we should pray for the captain of our ship okay. that the ship should not sink mm. in the storm we have entered. Okay. And that I said, let the patient, the three Ps, let's persevere 
and let's be prayerful. Okay. All right. So uh, I think it's a fine time for us to open the phone lines. The numbers to call is 0815-432-1079-0818-111079. We're live on Facebook, Fresh 107.9 FM at Bill Kuta. You can also tweet at us at Fresh FM at Bill Kuta. Who's going to be our first caller? Good morning. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Yeah, my name is Honorable Larry Jaji. Larry J calling from the Alright, Yes, I want to believe that you know uh, the, the leadership is there. Bola uh, Amekinumbu then has really taken up the leadership. We can see governance in a different dimension, in a different way. I mean, we still have to the NSA of a thing. Okay. I mean, bold, you know, announcement of, you know, sort of war or something. Everybody complete and see what this person is going to do. It really matters. Good morning, have a pleasant day. All right, good morning. Let me allow other people to call. All right, then. Thanks so much for calling. We'll go on this quick break real quick, and we'll be right back to pick up more calls. Don't touch that radio. My people, my people, my people, this is a life-changing opportunity to know the state of your health as Jacarandia Cancer Center presents mammogram screening. You are asking what is mammogram? Mammogram is an extra picture of the breast which have discovered early signs of breast cancer. Beautiful mommies and ladies, do not pretend not to care. You better care in order to be cared for. For your mammogram screening, the place to be is Jacarandia Cancer Center located at House 9, Second Hill Estate, Ibarra Housing Estate, Abel Kutaugu State. Date, June 8 and 9, 2023. Between 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. For just 25,000 naira. For more inquiry, please call O eight one six zero three seven four zero zero six O eight one six zero three seven four zero zero six or check our website www.jacalandacancer.com. Come, don't miss this opportunity. All right, and we're back on radio, still picking up more calls. Who is there? Good morning. Good morning, uh, Mr. Wally. Ah. Uh, my name is Bing. My name is Bing, Garish. so sorry about that. Yeah, it's fine. It's all good morning. Good morning, my dear. I will always appreciate you, sir. Thank you, sir. Uh, you see, in life, if you are responsible and responsive to your responsibility, you will always get it done. And... I saw that in Ashwagi very um, long time hello, hello, ago. What, what's your name again? What's your name again? I'm Taufik Olajide. Taufik. I saw that in Ashwagi about 20 years ago, and that is why I'm giving him all my support. And that is the result we are getting now. You see, like, with, with the level we are now, we just have to do the right thing. You can imagine Nigeria to Ethiopia, Borrowing a plane with the name of want to have Nigerian airway. That is how bad. We, that is the situation we found ourselves. That is the level corruption has granted us to. You see? All right, all right. Thank you, thank you. We need to allow sure. others be a part of this. Okay, thank you. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Yes. Agasa, good morning. Good morning. Agasa, good morning. Yeah, good morning. Yeah, good morning. Quite a long time. Adieu. Um... I think Nigeria should just calm down. Um, when it comes to Nigeria politics and governance in this country, okay. I don't jump to a conclusion, most especially when you're just in power for two, three weeks, or one month. No. Let's see what is going to happen. Okay. I hope the way I should have you started, you have started well. <laughs> I hope it will end well because those who is going to appoint to work with him, also, masters in love. are very, very important because you call in Thank you. All right, thank you very much. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Linda. Hello, good morning. I'm Kyle Bishamadu. Yes, good morning. Greetings to you. Um, let me go. At nearly the same time, Edo Kwara, they did a temporary palliative. And I want to give it to them. Nobody can take it away from them. And that is how it should go. Uh, if we have leadership that doesn't know that being impatient with weakness will lead to defective leadership, I think it's a good one coming from these two uh, states. Uh, we are the conference of historic types now, and I believe that uh, we need to step up our game 
You can't continue like this, buying fuel at 500 naira, 600 naira per liter. It's not good. And then somebody was telling us that the uh, palliative is going to come after that. What kind of effect name is that? Thank you. All right, thank you very much. Kayedi or Kayedi. <laughs> good morning, my dear yeah, people in the house. I have morning, to sir. give it to you. You are doing well. I'm okay. United Towns. You, you see, the last administration, scam, and ended it with scam. Why? When they started, it was said that no subsidy, subsidy is a scam. You know, know the number of trillions expended between 2015 and uh, last uh, May 29. Then uh, the year, Nigeria year that was unfilled, could you see the highest scam? of it to Nigerians. How do we believe this APC government? You will see where we are. I pray that we are not entering another one chance. The God Almighty send us the rain. Amen. To the APC in Nigeria. All right. Thank, thank you. you. God bless you people. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Zero eight one five four three two one zero seven. Yeah, good morning. Yeah, good morning. Yeah, good morning, sir. Yeah, comrade Afalavi. Comrade, let's talk. Yeah, uh, it, it's, a, it's a very sad thing that we are, we are hearing uh, for what happened in the last administration. How will it be so beautiful if another party has taken over the, the administration so that a lot of things will be revealed to us? And uh, I know so many things will be packed under the carpet, under the present administration. In fact, sincerely, Actually, uh, would have been the best thing for us if he has been from another party. Yeah, let me have, let me allow other people to All right, come. thank you, thank you very much. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, good morning to you. Damn, wrote me for me, Sonny. Okay. Wrote me. Let's talk. Uh, thank you for the manifesto you gave me, wrote me. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Yes, <laughs> as one of as a member of the civil society. I think you should allow Bola Mejimu to settle down. I'm not saying because Taiwo is, Taiwo offended you, and you kill Kendi, it's not possible. Bola Mejimu is a different person. Buhari is a different person, Joe, the same party. And they, they have different. Bola Mejimu have his own uh, manifesto. Chinumu, um, Buhari uh, have his own party manifesto, and let us allow Tinubu to 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 to, to execute his own program and see the end. If we are not, if we are not ready to let us at, at every point, let us call it attention that don't go direction. This is the direction we have to go. Okay. All right, thank you very much. All right, so we have some messages right here on social media, on Facebook, on Facebook. Uh, okay, let's start with this one. Okay. Yaradua, okay, thank you very much for your message. Uluashon from Yafolavi, thank you for your message there. Shoyin Kajibala says, it's unfortunate when people give one million and one reasons to support failure. So the Messiah of 2015 to 2023 is now an autopilot leader. It is well. Another album will soon come out. Oluwashegun Lori says, Adebutu's case is like that of Ubi and Atiku who are now fighting among themselves on who won Nasarawa Noshun. No politician should come and claim holier than thou to us here. Larry Olakomi says, former President Buhari left his ministers and aides unchecked and allowed them to involve in one form of malfeasance or the other. They should all be probed and brought to justice. On the probe of governorship candidates of PDP on vote buying, it is a good development. He should defend himself of the allegations of inducing voters with ATM cards. Okay. All right. Oluyemi uh, Adibaya says, well, at least the state governors have started something. For those who are almost helpless in this situation, goods and services can be priced by the providers and producers based on current realities almost immediately. But salary increases at the mercy of employers, which is the government. So actions of the governors are are not out of place. Eventually, it is the salary earners that oil the microeconomy. Zakaria Lubaya says, last regime promised us to promise to fight corruption. But they finished with corruption like the story of the controversial Nigeria Airways. May the living Lord help Tinubu to do the needful. Amen. All right, to the Twitter. Okay, all right, uh, let's see if we have uh, messages on Twitter. All right, we have no message. 
Okay, so I think let's just uh, pick up one more call for those 30 seconds. Hello, good morning. Hello. Good morning. Yeah, thank you, Brenda. Am I going to you that Larry, I'm not calling from Zalo. All right, Larry, 30 seconds. I think seconds. the the to Labour Party presidential candidate will be, it's just like I'm choosing. We made, he made it he made a categorical statement that he, he removed subsidies immediately. Let underscore that word immediately. Is it now saying that the uh, palliative will have been in place before he assumed uh, office as the best? All right, thank you, Larry. Appreciate you. Your message gotten there. Thank you very much. All right, so, Ustaz, thank you so much for being a part of the show. Thank you for your analysis. Really it's appreciate a pleasure. It. Thank, thank you, you so for much. having me. At the end of the show alone, I have a detectable. Oh, my name is Enjoy your Wednesday. Yeah, good morning. My name is Benga. Or rest checking the man you just have to love. Keep your FM down plugged and radio down. Good morning and have a beautiful day. Broadcasting worldwide. The latest hits and the greatest memories. Fresh. Fresh. 107.9 FM.